Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. I am Robin Nagle, and this is a podcast series where essentially I just get to talk about the random things I want to talk about. And today, I'm going to be talking about one of my biggest biblical pet peeves, probably, that I have. Uh, there may be a couple other ones, but this this is up there. And that pet peeve is when people say that Saul had his name changed to Paul. And I hear it all the time, and it's fine from like a from like a literal standpoint, I guess. Um, but I'm a person that literally um, studies a lot of historical context of the Bible and uh, when like certain things are just like made up and then made a tradition to say, it just really annoys me. This is one of those things. So nowhere in scripture does it ever say that Saul's name is changed to Paul or that he has a change of his name, similar to like Abraham. His name is changed because his entire identity has changed. His mission is changed. Um, Jacob uh, is changed to Israel because his entire identity is changed, essentially. Uh, Simon to Peter, uh, his mission is changed, so his name is changed. Paul has no portion of scripture where it says anything like that. And to prove it, I'm going to read it uh, in the Bible and show that it isn't there uh, for two reasons. I thought about just saying, you read it yourself and you'll see that I'm right. But then that would create this to be like a under five minute bagel bite, which is fine because I think I had a 20 minute one last week. So I think it would even it out, I guess. But I still want to try to keep it uh, up close to that 10 minute mark. So I'll just read it. Um, and th then I'll explain how this works essentially. So we meet Saul in Acts 9. I'll just read through um, his conversion essentially. Uh, so in verse 1, I'm reading in the NKJV. It says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I'm going to pause there for a second. It says nothing about him falling off of a donkey either. People talk about that all the time. No donkey is mentioned in this passage. I don't know where people are reading this. I know it's like one of those like earworm things that like get stuck in your head and then you just never say anything but that. Uh, so I'm here to break that tradition because it's not in the Bible. Then it continues in verse 4 uh, or verse 5. And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but, not, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when he, his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Um, and then he goes um, 
he gets healed, he gets baptized, he starts on his mission, uh, he meets the disciples, he starts preaching the word, uh, and he goes on uh, a journey and gets called with Barnabas, and then we pick up in Acts 13, um, it'll be in verse uh, 9, so this is Acts 13, 9, this is the first time he's called Paul, uh, so it says, then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O fool of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And he's talking to um, Elamus, the sorcerer, in that verse. And then if you drop down to 13, again, it says, Now when Paul and his party set sail from Paphos, they came to Pergia in Pamphylia and John departing from them returned to Jerusalem and then from here on uh, it says Paul 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 every single time um, the name change is not a name change in the sense of Abraham or um, Jacob or even Peter this is a cultural name change so if you think about it this way um, this is a uh, time period where people usually actually had multiple names. Uh, we don't have this in America uh, because um, we only speak English and uh, people forget that names are in other languages as well. Uh, so you have like Jesus, that's the um, English really pronunciation. You have the J, we only get that in English. Well, not only, but to prove a point, we do this time. Um, but uh, Jesus is the Greek, and then um, Yeshua is the Hebrew. Uh, all the same name, different pronunciations. There's also citizenship names during this time period um, for Roman citizens, which is what Paul is, and that's where that name comes from. Saul is his Hebrew name. It's his birth name given by his parents. He's of the tribe of Benjamin, so he's most likely named after King Saul. Um, it's probably it was most likely a very popular name for boys at the time. Um, so he was named Saul um, as his Hebrew name. That's who he was, especially around Hebrews um, when he was speaking Hebrew and um, speaking in synagogues and things like that, he would obviously use his Hebrew name because that brought weight with it. Uh, he was known as a Pharisee. It brought weight with it um, that he used his Hebrew name. But when he's in Roman-occupied territories and he uses his Roman name, Paul, this is the name that he got uh, when he has his Roman citizenship from where he uh, was raised. So when he goes and speaks to these people, he's carrying one, he's carrying a weight of a Roman citizen, so they'll actually listen to him. Paul was a prevalent name at the time, um, and it was a very Roman name. Um, it was a it was like being called James or Bob or something like that. It was just a common name, and um, it brought with that the, um, I don't know, cultural representation or authority that would allow him to be able to talk to people a bit better especially since he would have known uh, Greek at the time um, and Aramaic, which is what they would have uh, spoken. And using his Greek name just 
open doors for him a little easier. Um, it's like, um, in the same way, like when you're in a language class in high school. So for me, if I, when I took Spanish, um, they said that my name was Roberto because that is the Spanish name for Robert. Um, you use the name of that language. And for Paul, Saul was his Hebrew. Paul was his uh, Roman. And he used them both because he was the same person, essentially. The, the, that's the thing that annoys me when people say he, has, he had his name changed. Because in Scripture, when your name is changed, you are changed. And while he converted to follow Christ, his being did not change. His mandate didn't really change. Um, he just used a different name. So, yeah, that was a bit of a rant, kind of. But it's truly one of my biggest pet peeves. That and people always say that he falls with the donkey that I said earlier. Um, and he didn't. Uh, I don't. I still I have no idea where this trans, uh, tradition started or anything like that, if you know who told you that, um, tell me, because I want to know where this started. I want to find the root of this. Um, but yeah, so thanks thanks for listening to this one. Uh, as always, I truly appreciate everybody that's tuning in and commenting and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, yeah, thanks. I will catch you at the next one.